0: Welcome to Purple Podcast, the fitness and lifestyle podcast of Purple Yoga and Purple Pedal. My name is Bobby V, your host, and with me today are two members of our yoga teacher training faculty, Kim and Siri, here to discuss what people can expect from Purple Yoga's 200-hour teacher training program, and here to answer any questions people may have. What kind of experience does the program provide? Is it all just a physical practice? Do you need to have a perfect down dog or be in perfect shape to take the program?
1: It's um, so much more about your internal experience, not so much about the external experience. The whatever shape your yoga pose look like, if it's pretty, if it's crooked, like it doesn't matter. It's about the internal experience.
0: Also, what type of students usually take this program? Where in people's lives does one must be? Can you be fresh out of college? Can you be someone looking for a second career, or even retired? and just want to develop a deeper practice.
2: Wide range, Mm -hmm. I mean, and I feel that that is often a common question of students that maybe haven't either been practicing for a while or they look at themselves as like, oh, I'm so much older than all these young kids that want to do teacher training and, oh, should I be concerned? And that's a great thing, and I think Purple represents that with the teaching staff that we have.
0: And lastly, Kim and Siri dive a little deeper about the teacher training program can one decision really change the trajectory of your life or can this journey really help you learn more about yourself and connect you with others
2: and i i have always believed and i think i was raised i know i was raised this way my mom always would tell me things happen for a reason you know there's no mistakes in life and i i truly believe that you know things do happen for a reason people come into your life for a reason you meet um you know those that you meet on a regular basis for a reason and If you approach things that way, then it's like, okay, then there is no mistakes. You know, there are no mistakes.
0: On this episode of the Purple Podcast. So we are here at the Purple Podcast, episode number 22. Today we are with Kim Purdy and Siri. Kim and Siri are two of our faculty members. They are part of our teacher training staff, and they will be conducting a new teacher training coming up in January. What, what are the exact dates on that, Siri?
1: It will start in January 11th, and we go on until May 26th. May 26th. Yeah, we need to accumulate 200 hours of training through Yoga Alliance, and they require a minimum of 200 hours for the basic training.
0: So, Siri, you are from Sweden. I am. How long have you lived in America for?
1: 12 years now.
0: 12 years. What brought you out here?
1: Wanted new experiences.
0: Yeah? Yeah. What What has your experience been like since you've been out here for 12 years?
1: Oh, there's been so many. Um, learned a lot. Met a lot of people from a lot of different places. So completely different from, from the Swedish culture. I moved to Santa Monica. So I was up there for a couple of years. And then I went down to Long Beach to finish my degree. So...
0: Oh, what would you finish your degree in?
1: Kinesiology.
0: Oh, gotcha. So was this at Cal State Long Beach?
2: Yes.
1: All right.
0: And how about you, Kim? What has your time down here been like? Did you go to Cal State Long Beach as well?
2: No, I actually went to Cal State Fullerton, so kind of like the sister school of Long Beach. Or rivals. (laughs) Or rivals, yeah. You know, (laughs) they're just so close in location. Um, Were you
0: a kinesiology major as well? No,
2: I was a... I got my bachelor's of fine uh, fine arts in musical theater or in theater. Interesting. (laughs) So how did
0: did your career path go from fine arts and theater to a yoga path?
2: When I was in the program at Cal State Fullerton, um, part of the requirement was to take voice and movement classes. And within those classes, I had um, uh, yoga a few times a week. And so that was my first experience with yoga. And I just remember loving it back then, loving the whole... You know, connection to body and breath, whereas like with my background in dance, and I know Siri's a dancer, ex-dancer as well. Yeah,
1: actually, I did yoga for the first time in college too. Did you really? I was a dance major, and I switched to kinesiology after experiencing yoga.
2: Oh,
0: I didn't know that. So it seemed like a natural switch.
1: Yeah, like dance is pretty much just dance, and I figured if I want to teach yoga, I want more. A science background and learn out about the movements in anatomy. And
0: Kim, so dancing into yoga, how long have you been a yoga instructor for?
2: Um, I actually finished up my certification with the first class um, at Purple Yoga, which was in, in 2010. So that's, what, seven years now.
0: And Siri, how and when did you get your certification?
1: I did mine 2008. And that was through Yoga Works. It was before Purple became Purple. Mm -hmm. I did uh, a shorter version. So I did an intensive month where we met up eight to nine hours every day for a month.
0: Every day, huh? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Eight to (laughs) nine hours every day for a month. Mm -hmm. And that equated to 200 hours for your RYT. Yeah. What is our program like then uh, for Purple Yoga? What is the curriculum going to look like week by week for them per week?
1: They're going to meet up. Uh, A chunk of hours on the weekends. So, Saturdays will be from 11.45 in the morning to 6.45 in the evening. And then Thursday evening, 6.45 to 9.45.
0: Okay. So, about three hours on a Thursday and then uh, almost about six or seven hours on Saturday and Sunday?
1: Not Sundays. Just Saturday. Oh, just Saturdays.
0: So, they're only doing Thursday and Saturday. Mm -hmm. I guess that's a way for them to digest more easily what they've learned.
1: Yeah, and to continue to manage their everyday lives. Yeah. Yeah, not put life on hold like I did for a month. <laughs> right, that
2: was what I was going to say. It's a nice balance to have because many people have said, you know, I have families and I can't commit to giving up my entire weekend um, to do teacher training. So the fact that it's just on one weekend day is, yeah, I think, very um, optimal for many people.
0: At 11.45, you said? Yes. Who is RYT, our teacher training program for? What Do you have to be an advanced yogi? Do you have to have any experience in yoga to do this? Do you need to be able to bend be your leg behind your head? <laughs> what
2: is? Can you do that? No. <laughs> Siri, can you do that? No, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> not
0: anymore? <laughs> well, who is this for then? Is it for...
1: Anyone that want to do yoga for 200 hours. Yeah? Yeah. And um, it's um, so much more about your internal experience, not so much about the external experience. So, the whatever shape your yoga pose look like, if it's pretty, if it's crooked, like it doesn't matter. It's about the internal experience.
0: What type of students have we had in the past? All kinds.
2: Wide, just wide range. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I feel that that is often a common question of students that maybe haven't either been practicing for a while, or maybe, um, you know, they they look at themselves as like, oh, I'm so much older than all these young kids that want to do teacher training, and oh, should I be concerned? And that's a great thing, and I think Purple represents that with the teaching staff that we have, like Bob, right? He came in, did, 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 he did teacher training, he got hired, and um
0: dude bob homeboy is like 67 years old just busted a crow right in front of me like in two seconds the other day
2: he does more i mean he can do more yoga advanced yoga poses than i think most of us can well (laughs) shout
0: out to you bob you're awesome
2: yeah (laughs) um but oftentimes that's a concern or if you look at you know alex roberts his story was that he had taken one yoga class before he came in to do teacher training and it shows how much you can grow right in a short amount of time um and like Siri said, it's open to anyone, anyone that has a passion to learn about yoga for 200 hours.
1: Yeah, I think anything Next. you want to do, you should just start doing, like waiting to be ready for it. It's like you you don't start you don't wait to start to lift weights until you're strong, like you will get strong while you're lifting weights mm. uh, you won't wait to do yoga until you're flexible. You'll get flexible while you practice. So if it's something you want to do, just jump, do it. You'll get ready in the process. You just said that perfectly.
2: So many people come in saying, I can't do yoga. I'm not flexible. It's like, well, that's why you do yoga. That's why
0: you do yoga, right? Like To
2: become flexible. Like, we don't expect you to be flexible yeah. coming in here.
0: You got to go in the water and swim. You can't just swim without yeah, you water. Can <laughs> yeah, you
1: can, you can think about swimming. You can read books about swimming. But until you're actually in the water and try to swim, you're yeah. not swimming.
0: So Thursdays are about from 6 to 9 p.m., you said?
1: Yes, 6.45.
0: And Saturday, like 11.45 to about 6 p.m. Um, what can people expect on opening night?
1: To meet everyone, meet all the teachers, meet the people that will share this time with, and get the manual and the information, general information about the training, get situated, share intentions and expectations.
0: What does that mean, share intentions?
1: The reason why they're there yeah, what brought them there. What motivates them.
0: So it's kind of like a community time. Yeah. What do you guys do for these 200 hours that you're with the the, the class?
1: They get a little taste of everything. Yeah, of course, practice a lot. It, so if you don't have the water and you're in it and swim, you will only have an intellectual experience. So they get to practice a lot and I have a physical experience of it. One must do. Yes. And um, we'll talk about the postures, break them down, uh, how to... Instruct someone to get into a pose, the benefits from the pose, how to warm up for the pose, how to sequence a class, how to um, be around students, how to talk to people, learn to talk in front of people.
0: Are there like written assignments at all?
1: Yes. Nothing crazy, though. We'll have them reinforce and, and rehearse in some way or another for them to understand the material better and to remember it better. So it could be to write about what we talked about, it could be to
2: make drawings of, of the postures. Yeah, one of the, coo- the experiences that I feel is always um, really beneficial, and I hear those that have gone through the teacher training program at Purple talk about often, is we require them to go in and observe um, and also evaluate a few different classes. And um, part of that is coming in to sit in, um, not actually take class, but sit in, and watch an instructor um, lead the class. And, you know, when you're practicing yoga, when you're on your mat, when you're in a group class, you may feel like you're kind of taking in the experience. Um, and you are, but it's very personal to you and you're feeling it in your body. When you're just sitting there watching and looking at the teacher and how the teacher is interacting with the students and what's going on in the students and different injuries and, um, you know, those that are extremely flexible and those that, have a lot more strength going for them and maybe not be all that flexible. I feel like just that experience of lo- alone of being able to sit there is so valuable and that's one of um, one of the the benefits of being able to take the program through through purple is to be able to sit there and actually watch that a few different times.
0: On the curriculum, one of the parts of the curriculum is the roles of a yoga teacher. Mm-hmm. What exactly is one of the roles uh, or a role of a yoga teacher?
2: No, there's so many, um, but when we look at the different roles of a yoga teacher, it's like, I mean, we can go back and forth, but timekeeper, right? You have to start class on time, you have to end class on time. And you need
1: to be a host, make sure everyone knows where everything is, if they need to use the restrooms, to know where they're located, they know where their room is, how and where to set up in their room,
2: where they can put their things,
0: be a coach. Be coach, coach
2: yeah. Absolutely. Be the leader. Manager, just... Yeah. Yeah, and the cheerleader, and being able to motivate people to do things. that, are like, oh, it's a 6 a.m. class, and I just kind of want to sit, you know, and meditate. And then it's like, no, like, let's try this out. You actually feel good if you move around a little bit.
0: Yeah, so as a an instructor, you wear many different hats, and that's yes. one of the things that we really harp on in our teacher training, right? It's not just, b- you know, being a yoga instructor does not mean having mean having 20,000 followers on Instagram you have to actually be aware of a lot of what's going on and that's something that I really appreciate that you guys taught the the program in during the program because that has helped me tremendously with my teaching style not only for you not for yoga but for spin you know there's a lot of different things that you need to be aware of how about Yoga philosophy.
1: We'll talk about some basic philosophy, some concepts, where yoga is coming from, um, some basic history, what what type of people started this practice and
2: where it's coming from. You can get, these days you can get your master's in yoga history and philosophy. So there's so much information that um, within the 200-hour program, um we do touch upon it but there's no way we can get as in depth as you know if you were to go get your master's in yoga studies Um, yeah but it it is a nice overview and it is a nice way to get a good understanding of the history and the philosophy
0: yeah because it's important to know where Mm -hmm. it came from yeah right and
2: we have required reading materials and um you can get even, even more in depth with that and then we have um, some reading materials that we recommend that it's not required, but, oh, if you want to get deeper into this, maybe you have a real, uh, a, a big interest in learning more about philosophy and history, then go read this book, you know?
0: Yeah. What are some of the required texts that we have?
2: My favorite, um, and this one's been on our list since mm-hmm. the beginning, is Yoga Beyond Belief, and it's uh, Ganga White. Um, he is the owner founder of White Lotus Retreat Center up in Santa Barbara. Um, that is the book that I always recommend if someone's going to take our teacher training program. I always say, hey, you, you should read this one first because it's a nice read. It's yeah, easy it's read. Yeah, it's an
1: easy read, and it also have a lot of information within the easy read.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we also have Light on Yoga, um, the Three Seasons Diet. Mm-hmm. Can, we, can you touch briefly on what the Three Seasons Diet is, Kim?
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Um, the idea with the Three Seasons Diet is that we eat within the season that we're in, and, um, the climate that you're in as well. So what you'd be eating, you know, for example, if you're living here in California versus if you're living in Alaska, would be very different. Um, looking at locally, um, grown foods, what's again, what's in season. So it goes back to those three seasons and then what you could buy. Like if you think, for example, if I were to go to a farmer's market net right now, what's going to be there? Um, here in California, you can go to the grocery store at any point and find pretty much any fruit, but doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be in season or that it's actually going to taste good or have like yeah. the nutrients that you need. Um, in the winter months, you want to eat more heartier foods like stews and soups and foods that are warming to your system. Um, summer months, you want to eat foods that are lighter. Uh, for example, you know, fruits and salads and watermelon. Water- yeah, All you know, day. I All like day. the watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> <All> day, <man. laughs> I feel like every time I do a podcast with you, watermelon comes in somehow. I like watermelon. <laughs> I know. I <laughs> love it. It's cooling watermelon. on the body, right? It is.
0: Right on. So we also have um, anatomy of movement, ashtanga yoga. So that's just a couple books that are required text. So, but we also have this large manual that you guys compiled up it looks like to be around 200 some pages long and I'm opening these tabs right now and it seems we have yoga philosophy yoga history John Casey PhD the physical body the subtle body so Kim what is the subtle body
2: so when we look at For example, the physical body and we look at anatomy and we look up what we're made up of. A lot of people are made of a lot of people just think of like skeletal structure, muscular structure, um, you know, our skin, like all the bodily systems. But going beyond that, you know, there's energy. Mm -hmm. So the subtle body is really the energy that we carry within. Um, We get in depth with the chakra system. And if you're not familiar with that word chakra or chakra, is it's the types of energy and the different types of energy that we carry within our bodies. And when, um, as far as the philosophy is concerned, when everything is aligned and everything is balanced, uh, you're at your optimal state as far as a subtle body is concerned. And I actually just finished teaching um, a chakra series through um, the last seven weeks of my classes. And We carry different types of energy from the base of our spine all the way up to the crown of our head and beyond. And um, there are different characteristics involved in that. So we get in depth when we look at the subtle body as far as that is concerned. Um, And you know when you, the way I like to describe it is when you walk into a room and you're like, "Mm, something doesn't feel right. The energy in here feels a little off. It's like some people think it's kind of woo woo to talk about energy. But then you know when you walk into a place or an environment, and your intuition's like, I don't think I should be here, or this feels weird, and you leave, or you decide to stay, and then it is kind of awkward. Um, there is something true about that vibration that we all carry around with us, you know, and how we're feeling and what's going on for us.
0: Yeah, you can kind of sense how someone else is feeling, mm-hmm. right? Is that mm-hmm. what you mean? Like definitely. Like let's say I wasn't in a good mood, right? Even though we're friends, and I wasn't in a good mood. And I'm not aware of this of how I'm pr- portraying or giving off my energy towards people, and I'm just like, yeah, whatever. And then you're coming in the room and you see me and you're like, eh, I don't know about Bobby right now. <laughs> <laughs> something's off, something's, something's going little on. Off with this dude, yeah. You should check his chakras or something. And you know? <laughs> some, you
2: know, sometimes I feel that people can pick up on that, and others, yeah. other times you just kind of you're in your own little world and you're not picking up on it. But in a yoga sense and when you practice and you become more familiar with your body and how you're feeling, how you're moving, how you're breathing, you really do start to recognize when something is off. And that's, I think, going back to that idea of the relationship to yourself and then beyond that, the relationship that you have to others, you know, and feeling and sensing and understanding how we're all connected.
0: Yeah. Well, you mentioned breathing. There's a whole tab on yoga of breathing, pranayama. I remember we went over that quite a bit, and actually I learned that breathing from the mouth <laughs> can be a little detrimental to your your physical fitness. Uh, I learned that from Joe because I took his class, and I couldn't help but mouth breathe. <laughs> <because> <laughs> try to breathe through your nose. It'll calm down. What is it? Your, your, your nervous system. Your n- nervous system. And so now I'm always aware of that. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: We also have prenatal yoga the asana practice lines of action the blue series the purple yoga flow series and a lot of workshop stuff principles of teaching and the ethics and business side of yoga so that's a lot of stuff in these some 250 pages in this binders not including the required reading that we have so that's all covered during our Five months from January to May. What is the pricing of this all, ladies?
2: Um, For this uh, one that we're doing come January, it's uh, $2,800, which is really, I mean, if you look at compared to a lot of the other teacher training programs, it's right there with them, if not even better. Um, I know when I took teacher training seven plus years ago, I think it was 25, so it's like not gone up that much. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and you have unlimited amount of yoga during the time as well, so you mm-hmm. get to come in and practice a lot.
0: Oh, so during the practice, during so if someone signs up for teacher training, then they get unlimited classes? Yes. Oh, okay. I guess that's good then, because then it's, it's encouraged that they go out and practice and experience it. Yeah. I got you.
2: And if you were to sign up now in December, even though we're not starting till January, your unlimited classes start now.
0: Immediately? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, ladies, let's quickly touch on the written exam and the practicum. Uh, What exactly is that?
1: The written exam is just a little um, summary of everything we covered throughout the five months just to see what information did stick (laughs) and the understanding of it.
0: So they're kind of like teaching a little sequence themselves?
1: That as well, yes. That's the practicum. They get to... um, Make up their own sequence hmm. and then teach it to their peers.
0: What words of wisdom can you ladies embark on someone that's thinking about entering this world of yoga teacher training?
2: I think Siri um, said it very well earlier is when you're thinking about doing something, you know, go for it, do it, don't hesitate. And I think that's great advice. And so that's kind of what's sticking in my mind right now is that. You know, take the leap and and just if you have that in the back of your mind, like, oh, maybe I should someday, someday. Well, why not today? You know, why not just just do it? We don't know what's going to happen from one minute to the next and life can be short for many people. So why not jump on board and and have fun? You know, whatever you choose in your life to do, whether it's yoga or anything else, like be open to it.
1: And if there are things you haven't figured out, like practical things, like we'll figure it out, and uh, ask us at the studio. We'll help out as well. I remember when I did my training, I didn't have a car. I lived in Long Beach. My training was in Costa Mesa. I took a two-hour bus out there, <laughs> and then I became friends with people in the group. And there was another girl lived in Long Beach. We started to the carpool. There's always people here carpooling to and from training. Yeah, we figure out how to make lunch boxes and bring together. Like, we'll figure things out.
0: What was it like for you, Ken, when you did your teacher training?
2: Um, you know, I went into the teacher training program at Purple just really with the mindset I wanted to learn more about yoga. Um, I didn't really have the intention of coming out to become a teacher. And then through the process, I really fell in love with the the act of teaching. And um, with my background in musical theater and dance, and I felt that there was the ability to be creative within you know teaching a class and sequencing and coming up with you know something that actually is beneficial to our bodies um, that makes sense it was a challenge for me and so through the teacher training program at Purple I I I recognized that oh I I think I really like this and yeah. you know would love to teach a class or two and I didn't realize at that point that it was going to turn into more than than just, you know, diving in deeper into the, the study of yoga. And yeah.
0: So what what made you finally, both of you, decide to go for that, that leap of faith and go, go into teacher training? And it completely changed the, the trajectory of your life. Almost eight years later for you, Kim, and Siri about 11 years later for you. What was life like for you before being a yoga teacher?
1: I can't remember. <laughs> i don't want to remember <laughs> i don't know how i did it without it yeah yeah
0: what was your community like your your your, your, your circle before mm-hmm.
1: it was a pretty small circle um family and friends back home um yeah i started yoga as soon as i moved out here oh okay uh, and when i moved out here i didn't know anyone so the yoga community became my community right away
0: yeah yeah how about for you kim
2: Um, you know, it's a really interesting question that you're asking and there are a few different layers to that, um, to answering the question, but for me it was really, I came back into practicing yoga after just going through, actually I was married, um, and going through a divorce and, um, really tough time in my life that I came back into yoga and that's really where I found just strength within myself. To accept things that you know previously before I didn't feel like I could really accept about myself, and then to just have um, a sense of of confidence in myself, like to rebuild myself, I felt like from the ground up. Yeah. Um. So I I went. I was going to yoga quite a bit, and then I went on um, a retreat to White Lotus, and at that retreat is when Purple was announcing they were going to do their first teacher training. And it was in the back of my mind, like, I kind of want to do this just to deepen my practice because of this extremely large transition in my life that I was going through, going through divorce, coming out of the closet, um, and just a huge shift. And so for that teacher training program to come in at that moment, I felt that the community of friends that I made um, at Purple and then just even having this great foundation of a studio that is so uplifting and community-based and loving, um, it completely transformed my life and then my career, which I didn't even think, oh, this was going to be a career. I was just really doing it for myself, you know, and then it was like, oh, I'm going to do this. And then um, by the time I started teaching, I felt like, okay, I have, I have more to offer everyone else because of this teacher training program that really uplifted my sti- my spirits and you know, gave me a foundation of friendships and, um, respect for myself and strength from within. So it was really cool. It was a great experience. That's
0: awesome. So just a little decision can just steer your path completely in wherever. Yeah. It's a little leap of faith.
2: Yeah. And I, I've always believed, and I think I was raised, I know I was raised this way. My mom always would tell me things happen for a reason. You know, there's no mistakes in life. And I, I truly believe that, you know, things do happen for a reason. People come into your life for a reason. You meet, um, you know, those that you meet on a regular basis for a reason. And if you approach things that way, then it's like, okay, then there is no mistakes. You know, there are no mistakes.
0: And you're always learning then. So what exactly is it about the practice of yoga and learning yoga and learning about yourself that for you, Kim, helped you... Open this path for you. I feel as if a lot of people look at yogis, kind of have a, a little stereotype, right? We kind of think, oh my goodness, do I have to have tattoos? Do I have to have dreadlocks to do, do this? Do I have to
2: be vegetarian do or Do I vegan? have to be a
0: vegetarian? Yeah. You know, like, and then I, then you realize yoga can be anything that you want it to be. Definitely. Yoga can be anything that you want it to be. So what was yoga for you then, Kim?
2: Um, I had so many thoughts that came into my mind as you were asking this question, but the big thing is, you know, it's not just about what you do on your mat and how you practice. Um, for me, it was connecting physically to my body where I had been holding a lot of, or like suppressing emotions and suppressing who I was and, um, not dealing with some things, uh, that, when I started practicing yoga on my mat is when I was really like, okay, I'm starting to deal um, with that physical layer of being able to open myself up and accept myself for who I was. And um, then from there, after, you know, connecting to the physical layer, there were all these other layers, the emotional body. And, um, and that's something that we delve into in teacher training is the subtle body of energy that we carry, you know, and, How we present ourselves, and not only that, but how you really feel about yourself and you accept yourself. And so, for me, that really hit home in a sense that I was able to just—it may sound a little cheesy, but like really wrap my arms around myself and go, "Like, I am enough. I am good. I am, you know, whole um, in my own being." And then beyond that, when I was able to work on myself, it opened up all of the relationships for that I had in my life. You know, and that's one of my um, my teachers at Loyola Marymount would say, "You know, your yoga is working when your relationships improve." Mm. I was like, "Okay, the relationship with myself improved. Relationship with those around me really started to improve as well."
0: Yeah, so that line isn't really cliche. It's you got to love yourself before you can love others. It's it's true. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> <laughs>
2: absolutely, and you know. Uh, I realized that, you know, when I was going through college and kind of experimenting with, oh, okay, how much can I drink to actually stay standing and, you know, things yeah. like that, it was almost, um, it would get to a point where I was avoiding um, who I was or what I was truly capable of doing because I was like, okay, I'm just going to kind of put a Band-Aid over this feeling or emotion or, okay, this sucks, so I'm just going to have a beer or I'm going to whatever. And now it's like, I, I drink, but it's all in moderation and it's yeah. balanced and it's like, in it's control. not right. It's yeah. not, I'm not drinking because I'm thinking, Oh, I have to deal with this problem. Yeah. You know, and that, and for me, that was something that was like, Oh, okay. It's standing out that I need to just be mindful of connecting to, I don't know, that inner, that inner knowledge and wisdom that we all have within us.
0: Siri, what is yoga like for you?
1: It's brings me home. Brings you home. Yeah, it gives me a, a strong sense of ground. It makes me feel a sense of belonging and connectedness. I think most of us spend so much time in our heads and thoughts can go haywire, all different directions. And the um, yoga really helps me to get some space for my thinking. And when you move from your head into your body, you you feel held, like, like Kim said. And when you feel held and you feel supported, it's easier to do all the doing you need to get done. Hmm. And when you have a sense of being, the doing happens so much more effortless. Nice.
2: And you f- it's so cool to see um, m- someone, anyone that comes into the program that's really passionate about what we do and sharing that with others. Um grow and continue to you know excel beyond what you could even imagine you know if you look at these teachers that have just done so well for themselves and um it's it's really cool to be a part of that you know and within a teaching for from a teaching standpoint we have to continue to better ourselves we have to continue to open up books and read and learn and you know educate ourselves and the minute we stop doing that, and Siri and I have this conversation a lot, it's like, okay, we're feeling kind of like, what? What do we do now? We're kind of stuck in rut. Oh, okay. Well, then take a workshop, or you know, go elsewhere and get some more training, and read books, and find ways to inspire yourself. And that's the great thing about those teachers that have come through Purple Yoga, like Bobby, and yourself, um, and uh, Danny. You guys keep like. Finding ways to do better, you know, and that's inspiring.
0: Yeah, I mean, Bobby Wilson is now doing his thing with the the art of teaching, with his three three part series workshop coming up in January. So, yeah, it's everyone's always constantly evolving and trying to learn and improving on themselves. So, on that, then, what can you say about the purple community?
1: It's a good
2: one. People are kind. People are open. They're available. Purple feels like a family, you know? It's like a uh, home away from home.
0: Yeah. It's uh it's tough to imagine for me about it's been about 3 years, but it's tough for me to imagine 3 years without it. And for you it's probably tough for you to imagine about eight, almost 8 years without it.
2: It it's the only thing that I've done for this long, <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> looking back Commitment in my <laughs> comi- yeah, to my commitments, well, it's just like with work, I feel like every job I was in was like a three-year time limit. And then I was like, okay, what's next? What's next? Yeah. And um, with teaching at Purple and being part of the community and going in there and being a student and practicing on a regular basis there as well, it doesn't feel like it's been seven years. I'm like, wow, it's already been... Seven years, and, you know, I still have so much more to learn, so I love that.
0: Well, the cool thing with you is your literal family is within the Purple community, like,
2: yeah, Jackie. my wife practices there yeah. more than I do, even. <laughs> 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 I'm like, hey, you're going to yoga again? I want to go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's awesome. You yeah, know I mean? and it's then I was pregnant when I was teaching, so, um, yeah. that, so Adelina, our little baby, is definitely part of that community, too. I feel like when I start practicing yoga at home and I, I verbalize anything, she looks at me like, I remember this. Uh-huh. I remember this. You did this in the womb. Yeah. I did this in the womb. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for me, I we were talking about intentions earlier and my intention of teach taking purple yoga teacher training. I came from the same background as Alex. I had never taken a yoga class before. And in fact, when I told my best friend I said, "Hey, I'm going to do yoga 200 hours." He said, "You're going to be a freaking yogi now? Like are you going to what are you going to meditate? You're going to like Meditate, levitate while you meditate <laughs> you <know> what <laughs> what I mean? like are you gonna go vegan on me are you gonna get a tattoo are you gonna get dreads are you gonna like tell me about <laughs> all these life lessons that you learn are you gonna enforce everything up upon up me now i said yeah dick of course i am no <laughs> <laughs> i just want to learn i want to learn and i actually want to enter into a different community because i was at an age where i think i, I was 31 i was 31 at the time and it's not that I didn't have a lot of friends. I, I have a lot of friends, but I was I was realizing I was at a different place than a lot of my friends, and um, for me, myself, I still had a yearning to connect with people, and I it didn't matter in what realm, you know, and I just wanted to be in something where I was uncomfortable in, as weird as that sounds. I wanted to be uncomfortable, and I wanted to experience what it was like to be uncomfortable with other people again. And when I did teacher training, my intention was to join a community. And I remember when I looked up Yoga Long Beach, the second or third website that popped up was Purple Yoga. And at the time, the website mentioned is yoga a religion? You know, um, and that that piece isn't up on the website anymore, but I think it should because I think it's important for those that like to get all introspective and to think and to try to understand about things. But it said that some people take yoga as religion, and which is true, you know, but it doesn't have to be a religion. Yoga can be whatever that you want it to be and from every other thing that i found on the net it was to me i interpreted as they were viewing yoga as a dogmatic practice and which is what i did not want it to be i wanted yoga to be whatever it was that i wanted it to be because i don't know what it is (laughs) truthfully you know and that's good because that means i'm constantly learning about what it means to me you know and what it means to me is a community, mm. right? So you don't need to go to a temple. You don't need to be able to put your ankle behind your head at purple. You don't need to be able to recite everything in Sanskrit. You know, you just got to be yourself. And I think that was one of the best, best decisions I've ever made in my life back in 2014 because now I embark myself on a certain community that it's I can never leave you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so to those of you that are interested to those of you that are wondering check out our website uh, www.probyoga.org slash teacher training um I hope that you embark and make a decision onto a certain journey and that was extremely fruitful for Siri, Kim, and myself, but pretty much everyone that's experienced the Purple community. And with that, cheers, ladies.
1: Cheers. Cheers.
0: Hey, thanks for listening into the Purple Podcast. Now, you can find our podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud. Just search Purple Podcast. Can't find it? Try Purple underscore podcast. And if you like our podcast, do us a favor. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. That way, it can be more easily found. And also, share our podcast on your social media. That way, we can connect with more like-minded individuals. You can also find more information about our studios through our website, purpleyoga.org. And don't forget to connect with us on social media. For Facebook, look up both studios, Purple Yoga or Purple Pedal. And on Instagram, try purple underscore yoga and purple underscore pedal.